Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high-achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. This is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys, 
episode 153. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited for this one. I've been thinking about you guys and I've been thinking about the life shit, like the life things that get in the way of our success. You know, I'm like, I am all about Black women, women in general, but Black women's success. And one of the things I realized is like, not only are we under earning, but we are under living. And I want to stop that. I want to stop it on both ends. I think if we stop under living, we will start and stop under earning. Meaning if we live fully in our lives, we will show up fully for our work and make more money because we will be solving different problems than what the fuck is wrong with me problem, right? That's under living. So I want to start talking about some stuff that is getting in the way from us living to our fullest capacity. And one of the things that I've experienced and lots of my clients has experienced is this one. Get ready because this is one of those podcasts that you're going to want to save to send to their friend, your friend. Send to the friend that you know needs this or save it for you because you may need to hear this a couple of times. And there is a reason why we get stuck on this one. And that is, if you already know what the title, you already know what I'm getting ready to say. But when they move on, and you haven't, oh my God, when they, it could be anybody, it can be a friend, it can be your job, it can be a man or a woman, depending on your bin, no worries on either one, but when they have moved on and you haven't, this can suck all of the living out of your life. Because your brain is so concentrating on solving this riddle. Why did they move on? Even if you wanted to end the friendship, the relationship, the job working conditions, even if you were the one who put in your termination notice, like there's something about like, wait a minute, they found my replacement in two weeks, like they already hired and I haven't even left yet, right? When they have moved on and you haven't. Now, I know the part that really gets us is in romantic relationships. Even if we wanted the breakup, there is something about when they, the time, something about the time that it takes for them to move on and start dating again means something about us. Why? What does it even mean? to move on. Move on just means that they filled the spot that you once occupied. That's it. It doesn't mean that you were replaced. They can't replace you. Your job, none of it. Nobody can replace you because you are not replaceable. What they did is found somebody else to hold that spot. They gave them that title. They gave them that position, but you were not replaced. 
you can see this in work, right? If you can see this in work, I want you to apply this in romantic relationships too. If you had a position that was very much a needed position and you said you were leaving and the company was like, hey, this will be a hole. This will be a gap in the function of our business if this remains vacant for long. They are going to find someone to replace it. And I can tell you, the quicker they try to replace it, the more valuable you probably were, right? Because it's like, this is a huge hole and our business will take a dump if this is replaced, right? So I think in romantic relationships, especially in heterosexual ones, The man, if you're the girl listening, the man may move on way quicker than your brain has said is what is acceptable for the depth of the love and meaning of this relationship. Giggle with me on that. Like really giggle with me on that. Like the meaning and the love and the depth of what this relationship meant to him is all based on how fast or how he didn't move on, right? Like he's supposed to be pining over you and like getting his shit together. Ask yourself, how long is enough time for my brain to go, okay, it really meant something. And what does time have to do with it meaning something? Interesting, right? It could be. I'm just going to give you this offer maybe so you can stop the hamster wheel of like, it didn't mean anything because he actually moved on quickly and I can't believe it. Listen, I have coached women who have been stuck right here 10 years later, 20 years later, sucking all the living out of their life, sucking all the success out of their life because they're trying to solve this one thing right here. It is a block to their growth. It is a block to their earning potential. It is a block to their living potential because we are stuck here because we are taught to make that mean something about us, the relationship, the validity of the relationship, and none of it is true. What if it's the same thing as in the business relationship? It wasn't that you were invaluable. It is that you were so damn valuable that that hole is huge. And that man had to put somebody in there to take up some of the space of what was missing. I kind of like that perspective. And since we're not going to ask them what it was, we can just choose that that's it. Oh, that really means that I was really valuable. I was so valuable that he had such a space in there that, or they, because women can do this with other women or men can do this with other men. There was such a space in there with my absence that they needed to replace me quick, fast, and in a hurry. We can make it mean that it spoke to my effectiveness, not to my ineffectiveness also, right? How you know you haven't moved on? Because we're like, they've moved on. But if you're listening to this, it's like, but yeah. Okay, let me give you some tips on how you know you haven't moved on. 
If this is still occupying space in your brain, if your brain on a constant basis, once, two, three times a day is trying to solve for the mystery of why they moved on so quickly, you haven't moved on. You haven't. And the best thing you can do is just admit that, not, oh, I'm good. No, you're not, queen. The best thing you can do is admit and accept where you are. Oh, I'm stuck right here. Because now with awareness, now we can unattach, right? But the only way we can unattach is if we're not making it mean it making it mean something about them. It's not. It has nothing to do with them. It's you and how you're narrating this to yourself. It has nothing to do with the other person. So unattach the importance of the other person, because that's what you're doing. Like you're using the same thinking that's keeping you stuck, keeping you stuck. Meaning the importance of that person <laughs> is like how I'm getting over it. So if they've gotten over it because quickly, so I'm not important. So I'm going to try to get over it quickly because that means that you don't mean nothing to me either. It's a tit for tat kind of thing. Get out of that. We're not doing tit for tat because this has nothing to do with the other person, the other job, the other friend. It has nothing to do with them. It's separate from them. It is the meaning that you are giving it. That's what we need to unpack here. So if you're ruminating at night and ruminating is, for those who don't know, ruminating means obsessively thinking about what a scene, a particular scene or several scenes, like he said this, they said this, they said that, I did this, they did this, and my response was this. And then you're trying to look at it and figure it out. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done this. Like, why did they do that? Why was that the problem? Like, if you're questioning, especially at night, like when the day goes down, and you're not distracted by all the things of the world and you go in your room and you close the door. And if you're like me, you take your bath. And if your brain starts bringing up all like that's what it focuses on. And then at night in between your toss and turns, when you have that little period of light sleep, that's what your brain is focusing on. Can I tell you that is in the way of your success because you are not relaxing. You are not getting adequate sleep because you are putting your brain to work on a problem it will never be able to solve because what they did, how they did it, whether or not they forgave you, even if it was your fault, even if your brain is like, I should have done this, even if that is true, we can only control the controllables. Their response is none of our business. And when we ask our brain to solve shit that ain't our shit, it will never be able to solve it. And it will use all of your precious resources to solve a problem that is unsolvable. And you wonder why you are under earning and under living. This is the reason. Understand that your brain is designed to make sense of things. That's how it packages it. It doesn't know where to package this at because it's like, I did this, I did this. So it should be that this happened. This plus this equals that. 
And in your brain, this plus this didn't equal that. It equaled this. And it's like, wait a minute. I played by the rules. I played by the formula, right? Like it is the reason why we can't move on because somehow you're narrating it to yourself that the pattern is wrong. And I really want you to see this. It has nothing to do with your love and how much you love him and how much he loved you or didn't love you or how valuable you were at work or how much you showed up for work and I worked late and they didn't see it, right? It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with I showed up late, I stayed late, I did this, I did this, and I didn't get that. I got more of this shit. That's where the pattern is. That's what's keeping you not moving on. They've moved on, but you haven't. Not because of them, but because of this right here. So when I work with my clients, this is how we unpack it. I'm going to take you along on the journey so you can do this with me. But this is it. It creates a sticking point. Our brain will not be able to move on because we keep giving it the same direction. Figure this shit out because it doesn't make sense. Instead of saying, oh, it's not supposed to make sense. Let's control what we can control because what they did is out of our control. When you start directing your brain and narrating your brain to that, then it stops trying to solve and figure out the unfigureoutable. Unfortunately, everything is not figureoutable. Other people and how they respond is not figureoutable. Whether or not you're going to be okay, yeah, that shit is very much figureoutable, right? But we're stuck here in this loop. It's like having a typewriter. I know I'm going to tell my age because probably I don't know how many of y'all actually ever typed on a typewriter. But if you typed on the letter K and it was actually a letter T in that slot, every time you typed and you pushed on the letter K, the letter T would come in. No matter how many times you like, I just need to keep typing. I just need to keep typing. I just, it will always replace the letter T with the letter K because it is programmed that way. The only thing that is going to change that is changing out that letter K for a real letter K and replacing that T that's in that space and putting that in the slot. That's what you have to do is you have to say, it's not supposed to make sense. Like we as women have been conditioned so much, especially black women, the safety, I follow these rules. And if I follow these rules, this will happen. And when it don't happen that way, our brains freak the fuck out. We freak the fuck out. We have the highest stress response. We start under earning and we stop living the way we can because we are stuck in a rut. If there was something that you would have done differently, like I really did do something that you're not proud of. If there was something that you would have done differently that caused the relationship to end at work, in your friendships, in your relationships, stop resisting that. Admit it. 
Admit and say it out loud to yourself. Don't dismiss it because you don't need to be dismissed. You need to be held even in your flaws. You can be flossom, right? Flossom is awesome with flaws. You can be flossom with your flaws. You get to give yourself grace, compassion, humaneness. I know if my business coach is listening to this right now. She's like, here she go with that compassion again. <laughs> but we aren't supposed to be human and get everything right 100% of the time. Would you have done it differently? Yes. Can you give yourself grace that you showed up in a way that you didn't like? Yes, you can. You don't have to beat yourself up. If you're in this spot, here's a question I want you to ask yourself and journal on. I want you to ask yourself, how long am I going to punish myself for this? Is it a lifetime sentence? Is it 10 years? Is it one year? Is it a month? How long do I deserve to be punished for this? And what is the impact of this? Me punishing myself. I want you to really sit in that. How do you show up when you're punishing yourself? When you believe you don't deserve it. And how does that impact your family, your kids, your friends, your work, how you earn and how you live? And then ask yourself, is that what I really want to do? What will it take for me to forgive myself? And can I tell you the answer to that? It's just to fucking decide to. To decide that I get to be a human like everybody else. This is the part where you put your big girl panties on and you accept that you cannot control the uncontrollable. When you have asked for an apology, when you have asked and they decide to still continue with putting the relationship on hold, stopping the relationship and changing how it is, this is where you put your big girl panties on and you get to accept their decision. And here's the key. We get to accept their decision without making them the villain. Our brain wants to not only make things in patterns, right? I talked about that. But the second thing our brain wants to do is our brain wants to make somebody wrong. So it's either them or me. And if I did something that I would choose to do differently, then it's my fault. I'm the villain and they're the victim or if I didn't, if I showed up perfectly and everything was fine and then they did it, now I'm the victim and they're the villain. This keeps us attached to them and to the outcome. There doesn't have to be a victim or a villain in the end of any working relationship, friendship, or romantic relationships. It can just be the end. Nothing else needed. Why does someone have to be at fault? Here's a journal question for you. Why? Why does someone have to be at fault? And the only reason why is because then there's a pattern and then it will make sense. But remember, it's not supposed to make 
sense. There are actually no formulas or patterns. Relationships end. But notice society's bend towards putting it all on the woman. He can screw up, have affairs, and it's because she let herself go. (laughs) Right? If she hadn't let herself go, then that wouldn't have happened. Right? Just notice, like, he can be a drunk. It's because she nagged him. She never gave him peace. He had to go find peace somewhere else. Right? Notice society's bend towards, if the relationship ends, the woman is at fault. And I want you to see this in this. This may be the reason why you can't let go and they have. Or if they started doing shit out their neck, it was her fault. She should have seen it. She should have seen it coming. She got blindsided. And again, your fault, right? And so we get stuck on how come I didn't see it coming? What was wrong with me? I was weak. I was desperate. I was putting up with stuff I shouldn't have been putting it up with. Da 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 da. Accept what you can control. Accept what you can. Control what you can. And you don't have to blame yourself either, is the other thing. You don't have to blame them. And you don't have to blame yourself for not seeing it beforehand. For like not seeing the red flags, right? You get to give yourself permission to be a human. Even if now you see them plain as day, you never have to beat yourself up and victimize yourself for not seeing them beforehand. The reason why is because this will keep you continuing to be in this stuck loop under earning and under living and not being successful because your precious brain power is going to this shit instead of living your fucking life. Yes. Notice the programming though in this. Lastly, when we use society's template, we get in trouble. I'm going to use one of the famous lines. I don't know if you guys are waiting to exhale fans, but I am. Like one of the famous lines and scenes in Waiting to Exhale is this. Bernadette. Bernadette is at the bar in her fabulous house. She got her nightgown on and you know that hair is like, it's pushed up. Like she'd been slept. She ain't took a bath, nothing. And some, I can't remember which of the, of the other sisters, queens came over, but she was sitting at that bar and she sipped a drink and she said, not the drink in the hotel where, the man came in. You know who I'm talking about. What's the man from um, Not My Brother's Keeper? Oh, my God. How come I can't think of him? Anyway, dark-skinned chocolate man. You know I love him dark. Anyway, but he's short. Okay, I digress. She was sitting at home, and she said, I thought if I gave him everything he wanted and needed, he would give me everything I wanted and needed. Y'all! Do I need to say it again? I thought if I gave him everything he wanted and needed, they would give me everything I wanted and needed. That's why you're stuck. That formula right there never, ever, ever works. And the only person it serves 
is the people who are getting everything they want and need it. It is not required for them to do the same. I know it's decent. I know. I know your brain is like, but I know. But here's the good part. That formula is wrong. And when you start telling your brain, oh, baby girl, you're just using the wrong formula. Your brain will stop obsessing. It will stop trying to solve for it. And you will find peace. Queens, you will be able to get unstuck and you will realize it had nothing to do with that job, that friend, that man or that woman. It had everything to do with the fact that your ass was using the wrong formula. You can do everything right and they will still choose to do it differently. And it has nothing to do with you. And we don't need to say that from, uh, we get to say that with love. Remember, we don't have to villainize them in order for us to let go. It doesn't have to make sense. We don't have to villain because when we villainize them, we victimize us. That's why you don't want to make them the bad person. Because now I've developed all and destroyed all my self-trust because once again, I am a victim. That job that didn't give you the promotion and you worked your ass off and then you put in your termination notice and they quickly put someone else in. Two years later, you still on that? Let's move on, queen. We don't have to villainize them. Oh, they didn't see my worth. That can be totally neutral. It doesn't have to be a thing. They don't have to see your worth. Only person that does is you. And when you allow for that and stop villainizing them, then you no longer show up as a victim. And honey, you want to stop under earning and you want to stop under living? Stop victimizing yourself. I told y'all this one was going to be a good one. <laughs> Put your big girl panties on. Our conditioning is that my value, my value as a woman is if I am partnered. And the higher I am partnered, the higher my value. Ooh, how she get him? Really? Right? Oprah and Stedman, right? How she get him 20 years ago? Now everybody sees it. But back then they were like, wait a minute, huh? How she, uh, it don't make, mm-mm. That societal, patriarchal, <laughs> misogynoir bullshit. And we don't have to subscribe to that formula because when we subscribe to that formula, it keeps us stuck. And you want to know why we're under earning? Because we're stuck on the bullshit. You want to know why you are under living, not living the life that you were destined to have because of this bullshit. You want to know why I think every person doing this journey to success needs a life coach so I can unpack this bullshit. <laughs> So you can make some money and live your life fully. The formula is wrong. You can give them everything. And they don't have to give you back. That's the wrong thing in the formula. If you give everything, you give everything because you want to, not because you are secretly manipulating so that you can get what you want. Y'all. If you want to know my struggle with that one, go back and listen to that podcast that I did wrestling with a thought. Oh my God, how I wrestled with that thought. 
And if you want someone to wrestle with some thoughts with you, some beliefs with you so you can free yourself so that next year in 2024, you can go in unattached to anybody moving on, job, friend, relationship. You can go in, bless them, bless them, bless you. It doesn't mean you don't feel the ting of sadness. It doesn't mean that you're not disappointed. It does mean that you are no longer asking yourself, what happened? How do I solve that? You'll know you've moved on because your brain energy is in acceptance. It's not trying to solve it. It's not a formula to solve. You're no longer ruminating. When you hear it, you may feel the little twinge. Even when you see them, you may feel the little twinge, but it won't be obsessive. It won't keep you up at night. It would be like, yeah, and you could admit it to yourself. If I can say anything, some things just aren't to meant to make sense. And the problem that we're having when we're stuck is we're trying to make sense of the shit that doesn't make sense. Why they treat you the way they treat you, why they did what they did, we will never know. Yes, you did this. Yes, you did this. And they never saw it. We will never know. When we start saying they should have, they didn't. We can just accept without villainizing. Because when we villainize, then we victim ourselves. And now we're showing up as victims and we're under earning and under living. Okay. So some practical things here. If you're stuck in this and you're in this right now, especially in the relationship part, even in the job part, right? Social media stalking them. Please stop. Please stop. Take all their pictures out your phone. Please stop. That video, that cute little video, take it out. Delete. Delete. Please stop. Even if they're good friends that may have pictures of them on their Facebook or on their Instagram because they hang out, unfollow. Unfollow. You don't have to unfriend them, but please unfollow so you're not like seeing how good their life is. Right? Even the job, like at the Christmas party, stop. Don't stalk the Christmas party pictures that's coming up. Please don't. Do that as an act of compassion for yourself. Like when you have that urge, know that it is the most selfish thing you can do to you. It's like you are creating suffering for yourself. Don't. Avoid it. Avoid it. Next thing, stop trying to stop yourself from thinking about it. Of course you're thinking about it. Stop stopping it. Stop trying to stop it. Stop trying to make it mean something. Because remember, we're not. Of course, I'm thinking about him. It was a big part of my life. Give it grace. Meet it with kindness. I promise you that's the fastest way to stop thinking about it is to allow for it. Oh, you're ruminating? Yes, of course I am because I'm trying to solve something that doesn't make sense. Morgan Freeman, that shit. Narrate it. If you on my Instagram, I did a whole live on be your own Morgan Freeman. You know how Morgan Freeman can narrate the National Geographics and it's like, oh my God, such as such. You can be your own narrator of your life. Of course, you're thinking about it. It was a big deal. And you're thinking that it was supposed to make sense and it's not because you're using the wrong formula. Keep telling yourself what you're doing. Explain you to you. So you're not like, something's wrong with me. No, there's not a goddamn thing wrong with you. You're using the wrong formula and we're using society's conditioning, right? 
That's why we need coaching to go through this because it's not just listening to this one time. It's not just reading it in a book. Yes, you can read about compassion and kindness in a book. It is about doing the work, having somebody repeatedly going, this is what you're doing, show it to you, repeatedly showing you. It's coming up in this way so that you can see it in all areas of your life and repeat it back to you and unlock creating new neural pathways. The third thing, practical. Stop thinking that their life is fabulous. Like, oh my God, their life is fabulous. They are having all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine since I'm gone. No, they're having 50-50. Half of their life is fucked and half of their life is good like everybody else. I'm gonna tell you two stories. When I got ready to leave anesthesia, when I did that good from, from good to good, we didn't have vacation. Like I only worked two days a week. And so we would just work in our vacation on our five days off. And if it was longer than that, we wouldn't get paid. So it wasn't a problem because like I could still work my vacation because I would work like Monday, Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday, one week, and then not show up again to like, I can give myself like we could get at least like nine days in without having to like take because you could do another two days somewhere like on the other end, the end end of it. Right. And so work Monday, Wednesday, and then come back on Thursday, Saturday. Right. So you can have like a time off. But right when I got ready to leave, actually, when I left. They decided they were going to give five weeks vacation when I've been like struggling and such. So I'm like, so now they get five weeks where they can just be like, I'm not going to work this week and I'm not going to work this week. And then I'm not going to show up. But for two days on the third week, I'm like, that's good. It's like hit the jackpot. And I was romanticizing it and like, Oh my God, I can't believe they did that then and now and I didn't, they didn't do it when I was there and da, 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 da. That will keep you stuck. It will keep you stuck. Listen, they still got to work 24 hours. They still getting up at two o'clock in the morning while I'm sleeping in my bed. Like I get to take as long vacation as I want because guess who is the boss? Me, no approval needed. Because now that you got five weeks vacation, everybody want two weeks in Christmas. You know what I mean? I'm like, stop romanticizing it. It ain't as pretty as it looks. I can tell you another one. When I moved into my house, ooh, long, 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 long time ago, this was several relationships ago, I um moved into my new house here. And my house is at a negative, it's a negative, meaning that the street is above where my house sits. It sits like low and it's a big hill. And I remember one night, I moved in and I was taking a trash out. It was shortly after I moved in and I was taking a trash out. And there's two, these two, like the recycle bin and the regular bin. And I'm pulling these two bins up this hill. I got one in front of me and pulling, dragging one behind me. And it got to the hill part. And it was the first time I did it. And I was like having to put my whole body to get it up the hill because it was such a, it's a steep hill. And I remember going, I'm always going to have to take the trash out. I don't have nobody to take the trash out. And I literally started crying because I was like, 
and he gonna be taking the trash out for somebody else <laughs> right and i'm like sometimes when we're like in that stuck thing we're thinking about them taking the trash out for someone else them being loving for someone else them giving vacation to someone else how beautiful that life is and we're not thinking Hell, with 10 people all having five weeks of vacation, it's going to be hard to get the weeks that you want. And you still got to go to work and sleep in that bed. And it's like, like you're not thinking, he ain't changed. He may be taking a trash out, but his ass ain't changed. That same shit that drove you crazy, believe you me, she going through that too. Or he going through that too. Or they're going through that too. If you're going to tell yourself, tell yourself the truth. Don't romanticize what you think it looks like on the other side with them, with someone else. Whoever that someone else is getting the same as someone that was with you because we just don't change, <laughs> right? Unless they did their work, right? But like some of those things that drove you crazy, oh, believe you me, that other person is getting it too. Don't romanticize it. Those are my tips my little practical tips. Listen, these are some of the things that block our success. When our brain is stuck in loops, trying to make sense of shit that won't make sense, trying to figure out shit that we can't figure out and not figuring out the shit that is figureoutable. When we're trying to place blame and make somebody wrong, it is not solving for your success. It is not leading to you changing your under-earning and under-living. This is why life coaching makes sense. Because we do this pattern, not only in these relationships, we do this in our businesses. We didn't get the deal. How come we didn't get the deal? It didn't make sense. I did everything. I did the presentation. I didn't get the client. I did the console. I didn't make this amount of money. I bought this program, right? We do this in everything. And we use this pattern in every area of our life until we see it. One of the things I'm good at is helping women unpack their patterns, seeing where they apply it and seeing how they can unpack the shit so that they can reduce their suffering. They become the Morgan Freeman and the narration is completely different. We use a different formula. We are not more right because we're partnered and there's nothing wrong with us if we're not. We are no not right if we got the position and nothing's wrong with us if we didn't. We are not more right if they signed with us and we are not wrong if they didn't. We unpack those formulas. Listen, this is the work I do with my clients. This is the work that is important for your success. It's not the strategy a lot of times. Sometimes it is our mindset. This is what we talk about when we talk about mindset. Want to do this work? Reach out. Let's talk. Links in the podcast. Share this podcast with someone who you know needs to hear this. Re-listen to it again. And y'all, y'all know, I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking for the reviews. Queen Caesar wrote, Brig is the cool auntie. Listen to this show is like listening around the kitchen table with family. Brig is the cool auntie, the well-traveled one, the educated one who gives the best, most honest advice. 
There are a lot of life coaches, but if you're looking for someone who truly understands where you are coming from, look no further. Brig is no nonsense in the most loving way. Thank you, Queen Caesar. I appreciate that. And listen, give me a review. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. <laughs> That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.